0: You're listening to the Living Adventures podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Ashley Milkey and Victoria Vance. Tune in for a new episode every Thursday to hear our honest conversations about topics like freedom, creativity, spirituality, luxury living, health and wellness, and above all else, build a community.
1: We have real and unfiltered conversations inspired by our search to feel connected to people who give a shit about us, support our dreams, and understand our struggles. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to navigate any moment in your life with the lens of your neurodivergent mind, with the community who gets you. Adventure on. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Living Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Milkey, and this is...
0: Victoria Vance.
1: Booyah! And here's the deal. Okay. Okay. Should we do the... So me and Victoria don't know what to make uh, this podcast about. And we're going to figure it out together. I busted out my tarot cards. I guess we need to first dive into hyperfixation of the week. Um, I'm going to circle back to the same things I've been hyperfixating, which is very much The Sims. I've played The Sims the entire weekend. I spent a disgusting amount of time playing The Sims on Saturday. Like I stared at a screen for so long and I was like, where is the time? And my phone died, so I just left it in another room. So I super was disassociated from time because there, Sims is a whole other world. Um, and then on Sunday, I literally had to be like, okay, no screens today. I think Victoria even messaged me too, and was like, I had a little bit more of a mindful Sunday. And I'm like, yeah, I needed a mindful Sunday because I played so many video games on Saturday. So that's mine. What about you?
0: No, like I, I, was, I messaged her on Saturday because I will say I one um, deleted my Animal Crossing Island from the pandemic, and I have been redoing not redoing the island. I've just been playing the game again. And it's been very fun, but I did that Friday night. So then Saturday I was playing all day. And I noticed like around like, I think it was like two or 3 p.m. I was like, wow, you have been doing this for a long time, Victoria. maybe we should do something today, like, a little physical. So I texted Ashley. I was like, hey, do you want to cycle today? And she didn't reply till like, the next day. <laughs> and so – Because my phone was like And I was like, oh, she's uh, <laughs> probably in the Sims world, too. It was, like, literally – And I was right. Um, there's a parasailer right there. Um, <laughs> ADHD be like <laughs> – And so I was not – I did a mindful day on – uh, Sunday as well, which was so helpful to get back into things, and I felt like a human again. But honestly, I really liked having that digital day on Animal Crossing, and so I don't feel any remorse. And I think it's about <clears> being <throat> aware that you can do that, and then taking the next steps. But balance, baby. No, I, I totally my, agree. I hyperfixated and made my entire Thanksgiving meal plan. This I don't want to call it a meal plan.
1: Do you want to hear about all the things Adrian and I cooked on Sunday? Yeah, what, we cooked? cooked. We besides cooked, the we baked besides the mac and cheese okay so on sunday adrian's like oh my office is having a potluck so i'm making mac and cheese and peach cobbler and i looked at him and i'm like so i'm making mac and cheese and peach cobbler is what i hear you volunteered me for he goes oh, i could do it i could do it whatever so we got to the grocery store we got all that stuff so i made the best mac and cheese i've ever made in my entire life it was so good i snuck a serving for myself before i like sent it off to his work that night because i was like that's for i'm i'm trying this yeah you um, get paid made, for the labor yeah man he technically he made the peach cobbler but it's more of a dump cake situation so that's not that hard and then i made homemade pizza i was making the dough i was you did it i did it it was so good i have some leftover dough too and i was so proud of myself and then we also like we were baking so many things we also baked cookies we got like halloween cookies from the grocery store and we got the ingredients for the mac and cheese so that oven was like on all day and i was like wow I am exhausted talk about a digital detox that was a lot of work but it was really fun because Adrian like cooked with me and it was like so fun I think it's so fun to have activities that you do with people where you don't have phones out because you laugh and you joke and you just do weird silly things like me and him had our pizza dough he's like you gotta do it like the Italians and he was like (laughs) literally tossing the dough up in the air and like letting it fall to the ground when he missed catching it and I'm like this is the most ridiculous thing ever and I'm obsessed it was so fun.
0: Those are the best moments, and it's why I truly love cooking. Um, and I I talk about that I like cooking, but I haven't really expressed that over the past like two years that I... Well, I guess more like a year, because ever since Bo came into my life, I kind of stopped cooking because I just didn't have the energy because sleep deprived from Bo. Um, and then I was... Turns out I was the apartment that I lived in that I was paying an obscene amount of money with, uh, a stove was broken. So that also made me not want to cook because I didn't realize it was broken and it wasn't until the week I moved out when I asked Ashley, I was like, damn, how long does this take you to your your stove to heat up? And she was like, I don't know, like 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool, it takes me like 20 minutes. And yeah, I was like, I well, that was a sign. I thought it was just a really shitty one, by the way. Like the appliances are not great, even though the price is there, the appliances, are not there. Um, but this weekend, I don't know, like, yeah, I am really excited to get back to cooking And it's truly like one of my favorite things to do because I think it's like a really great way to like share time with others, and I also Mm -hmm. like sharing food and making things. And like it's a way to show love, but it's also just a way to experience things Mm -hmm. and to try new things. But also, there's like a lot of hardships. You're learning. It's skill building. You have to learn patience. I know, ADHD and cooking can be hard because people struggle with recipes. Yeah. The directions. Um, I'd
1: be reading them like over and over and over. For the key, I've learned for all my people who are aspiring chefs, I am like level uh, one, and Victoria's probably level 75. Um, I read the directions before you start cooking. Best for Always. Tip I always. I've never uh, used to do that. I'm like, we'll just go step by step, right? Because you're telling me I got to read all the directions. And then I got a, then, and then you start cooking? Oh, come on. I already, I already know the end of the story at that point, you know? I want to be surprised by the next step. Like, oh, yeah. shit, I was supposed to have the cucumbers ready right now? And then you're like, the clock, the timer's on, you know? That's the Yeah, you got a masai plus. masai plus.
0: Like, have anyway. everything together.
1: I As really you can like see,
0: it. we're very different people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, but for the, um... For the, when I made the pizza dough, I did read the directions first and then got all the stuff together. And I love doing it like very much good morning America style where you have like all the ingredients in the bowls ready to go. Even if you're like wasting so many bowls by doing that, because I don't do the dishes, ladies and gentlemen, Adrian does. And so I'm like, Ooh, and I swear, I was like, Adrian, I think we've dirtied every dish in our entire house. He, it was four loads of like dishes, dishes in the dishwasher. And he was like, I hated that. I'm like, oh, I loved it.
0: Um, so a weird hack if people struggle with this is get yourself a giant ass cutting board so that you can, like, keep it all on the board and you don't have to put it in separate things. Uh, obviously, sure. if you're baking, you're going to want to do separate things, just like if you're cracking in eggshells and everything, you want to crack that in a separate bowl to catch everything. You don't want to do it into the big bowl. Um, but if you're, like, cutting a lot of vegetables and everything, if you have a really giant cutting board, and I'm talking about massive, like... I don't know the size off the top of my head. Maybe one day I'll show you all my massive cutting board. Um, I find it incredibly helpful. I love it. I love
1: it. I love it. It, okay. it cuts down
0: the dishes, and I don't know. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know how people have uh, time blindness in ADHD. I have a dish blindness. I don't see dishes and I let Adrian see them until I see too many of them. And then I'm like, Adrian, what's going on? Because I don't do these. I do the laundry in case anyone is like, wow, Ashley, you're so rude. You make your husband do all the dishes. I do his laundry. That's the deal. Best deal I ever made.
0: It's like object, it's like a time blindness and object permanence, and then you're trying to grab what you need and it's not there because it's all in the sink. And, and then, you then you I get just asked, asked like,
1: to do it. I'm like, where's the knife? Where's I my need stuff? The knife?
0: I'm like, <laughs> it's at the bottom me. of the sink.
1: I'm like, I'm not going in there. You cannot make me go down to the bottom of that sink. I. It just got yeah. clean today, though, so that's good. It's empty. That's nice. After four loads of dishes. But, and, all right
0: so for the cooking thing to wrap up this fun fun segment as you will all be seeing honestly by the time that this is out actually you might be this might be happening but i'm gonna start doing some cooking streams and everything um as i get back to boston so if this is out stay tuned for that because if you want to learn i will do some basic things honestly i am the person that because i have been cooking and doing all this for so long that I actually often will not read the recipes as much because I'll just know what to expect. And you can get to a level where you just learn things. And you just under—I don't know. That sounds well, we'll get crazy to, it
1: to me. That sounds insane.
0: It's so fun. I mean, like the cooking chicken. I just cooked. T- I cooked the chicken at your apartment. I didn't look anything up.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't look stuff up to cook chicken, but like recipes, like recipes. Gotta look up. I the can recipes. make
0: up recipes on the spot.
1: Yeah, that's, that's like, my like dad, Once you do
0: so much, you can just make it up on the spot. My dad the opens the
1: fridge, and he's like, yep, here's what we're going to make. And I'm like, huh? All I see is ingredients. What do you mean you see a meal? You know? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. The real skill is, is making leftovers food. into a whole different meal. That's the real skill of cooking. In my I opinion. think
1: I've seen some cooking shows where, like, yes. uh, Cutthroat Kitchen. Oh, love that show. That one's my favorite. But, yeah. 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 All right. Well, All here right. we go. So, we Ter- don't have a topic. Tar- Yes, we don't have a topic for today. So I have a deck of tarot cards here. Now you've heard them. And I'm going to shuffle them, and whatever comes up is the topic of the day. You know, this would be, like, a really cute way to do, like, uh, an event with your friends. Like, if you're hanging out, and you want to have screenless time, and you don't know what to talk about. They have, like, the games. Play cards. But, like, get tarot cards and pull one and be like, that's the topic we're going to talk about. I bet you could get real deep like that. that's basically
0: wait they actually have like these like couple cards or it's like almost like cards against humanity it's like couple cards of like how to like learn with each other or whatever and like expand your relationship it's basically like a tarot card version of that
1: so adrian and i used to do date box which is a monthly subscription and it sends you dates to do at home we did it during the pandemic And it was the best until we like kind of got over it, but it was so fun. One of the things they sent us was fondue, like literally a thing to make fondue, like dip your food in there, all the stuff, Mm -hmm. all the ingredients. We just had to make like the beer cheese and then get stuff for that. But like the dessert stuff, they covered and it had a card game in there that was like kind of truth or dare styled and so it had questions to like learn about each other and then it had dares like first person to drop whatever and the fondue has to give the other a kiss or something like that it was so fun so stuff like that so fun so wholesome we love it all right I that exists a single person, single Cheers, person life. yeah my ads probably look a little different i also have um so I got the date box, and we have this, like, adventure book. You've probably seen it on TikTok if you were in a couple, like, where they have the little Polaroids, and you, the little scratch off, and you scratch it off, and it's a date you have to go on. We have not done a single date from that. And then, so you scratch off the date, you go on it, and then you take a Polaroid of it, and you put the Polaroid in the little scrapbook. A couple things. Anyway. <laughs> <That was just laughs> just just so <laughs> me? What? what is going <laughs> on? Like, like, Okay, we're gonna have to get like interpretive with this card that I just pulled. We have the card of negotiation, which is like about business and enterprise and all of those kind of things. So what's the fo- what's the lens we want to look at negotiation from? Should I pull another card? I don't negotiate. Oh, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Is this this about negotiating boundaries? Here, I'll pull one more card. Negotiation and drama. I think this is about boundaries. Will you? Okay. Actually, you know what this makes me think of? So I have had a call with a client last week and um, she is like writing a book. And one of the things that she's learned in her life and like stuff that she talks about in the book is how A lot of people are afraid to speak out and say what they want or say what they need because they don't want to cause drama. And they would rather just live in the chaos and just be silent than rock the boat. And something that we talked about is how she's learned that it is necessary to rock the boat. And now she's become the person who does not care.
0: Yeah, that's that's been my journey. The past few months, I've learned that I need to rock the boat.
1: Yeah. Tell me more. What made you think that?
0: I've always been the person that like, I've seen everything on the sidelines and I like, I know what kind of should be done and, but I've never speak up about it because I maybe in the past have spoken up about it and it wasn't taken well. And I'm also like, I wasn't ever, until this point, secure in myself to deal with the backlash of it. And so that Mm -hmm. also created fear. And it's like, I did have a viral video um, a few months ago And it was a topic that I definitely, if I were to remake that video, whatever the hate I get about it, I wouldn't care because I'm a lot more secure in myself. But back then, the topic, it was not even, in my opinion, especially now because I'm secure in myself, um, is not controversial. I was saying to a comment, somebody was asking about the most necessary things you need to have to help manage your ADHD, what things they need to buy. And I was like, it's not about things that you need it because they were asking about like weighted blankets or certain books or like certain objects and i was like it's about what you need if you need the weighted blanket for certain things like go get that weighted blanket but it's not about consuming more it's about paying attention to what we really need what we really feel and like asking yourself those deeper questions about what is going on it's not continuing the maximalist overwhelm that you might have and continuing to buy everything to feel like a quick tipped hat your brain type of moment and i was really terrified to say that for a long time and that video got a lot of backlash remember that there was this girl yeah, that like, no, stitched I it like seven times or whatever yeah and it was crazy accusing me of things accusing me of a brand deal with celsius which at the time i did want and now i don't <laughs> want and i stopped drinking celsius but sometimes i still do <sighs> crave the strawberry lemonade because it was so good i'm so sorry I know. um but those made me really sick and I feel better now not having that but I was so nervous to rock the boat and now over the past month every week I do a video to rock the boat and it goes viral and I'm comfortable doing it and yeah I know I'm more confident in the things that I need to say and how to be saying them to rock the boat correct and even if I do get backlash for it I'm confident in what I'm doing is helpful even if it's not received by every single
1: person. Totally, totally. And I think what happens a lot of the time in any situation, not just creating content, it could be at your job, in your family, like we are so easy to negotiate our own values, our own worth in order to not receive any drama. Right? Nobody wants drama. Drama's not a fun time. Nobody wants to have people mad at you or conflict or any of that kind of stuff, but we do so often say, "Okay, to avoid drama, I'm going to negotiate my values." You know, Victoria valued, you know that that statement that she shared. That's how she thinks about the world. But for a while it sounds like she was like, "Okay, I'm not going to share that because I don't want people to perceive me a certain way and I can totally relate I think my first video that I ever had go viral, like really messed me up because I had so many comments of being like, you're scamming women, you're in an MLM, like coaching is toxic. How dare you say you're helping women when you're only hurting them. And I like took that so personally, cause I'm like, I'm not hurting women. Like I'm literally helping women build multiple six figure empires and make tens of thousands of dollars every single month. Like that's cool. But there was still a part of doubt in myself on of, of like my value and what I was worth and if I was a good person, like all those things. And that, like I can't couldn't have received that at that time. And I'm totally on the same page as you now. It's like, if I go viral and somebody told me I was in an MLM or I'm a scam artist, like I literally would not care because that doesn't impact me because I know it's not true. And I always tell my clients this like, You want to get to the point where you're so firm in your values and where you stand on things that when someone says something controversial to you, it's almost like they're saying, "Mm, Ashley, you got really stinky feet. And I'm like, okay, not true. Doesn't faze me. That's the most silly comment you can make on the internet because I'm not even going to show you my feet. You know? And, like, if you can get to that place, all of a sudden, like, you don't have to start negotiating where you stand and how you have to be to get the things that you want. Yes. And, like... A
0: few things that you said is like, so often I think with ADHD, I find in my clients, I find in myself, our natural behaviors is to be avoidant towards drama. And that is because of not being secure in ourselves and because it does feel easier. And because there might be so much overwhelm and other hard things that you're dealing with at the time, avoidant might be the right answer for you because you do not have the ability to take it on at that point. At that point, I had to delete that video. I. I'm sad for the self of me. I'm not ashamed of it anymore. I knew I had to do what I had to do to take care of my mental health in that moment. But I know I could post that and say that stuff now and be confident in it. And maybe I would even say a little bit better because of the part that I've grown in it and my verbiage would be a little bit better. And I think also maybe it needs to be a video not replying to a comment about it. It needs to just be me saying it. And so I think you can keep learning along the ways and that if you are avoidant right now and you really cannot deal with that, that is okay. But like, what do you need to do to get there? And like, think of your avoidant behavior as like, where do I want to go? Like why I'm avoiding this now because this isn't the right time. That's okay. Yeah. When would be the right next time moving forward? But also with your what you're saying is like, I think when other people call us like a fraud or an MLM or a scam or anything, because I know I'm not, and I know that there are coaches who are, I want that Mm -hmm. to be very clear. I understand there's a lot of scammy ass coaches out there, but when I am secure, I know the change that I'm doing in my clients, but there's still like this weird part of me sometimes. I don't know if you have this that I'm like, but I am, I am a scam. Like, what am I doing? What am I really doing? You know what it is for me? You don't have visuals of mindset changes.
1: Right. For me, it's like, I think part of the reason it feels like a scam sometimes, even though like you're saying, like part of it is like, there's not a lot of visual stuff. Like for me, I can do like, okay, my clients made this amount of money and they invested this amount of money. They're making more money than they paid me ROI done. So that's a little bit easier. But I think for me, it's like, this is too easy. And for me, I have like this core wound, if you will, of things have to be hard for it to be good. And for me to succeed, I have to work really hard, which is like still something I'm trying to deprogram. And so for me to work with clients and have such a good time and really love my job and really love the work I'm doing. I'm like, this is too easy. Um, like me and you, even when we're like in our own language, like thinking back of this last week where both you and I were like, Oh, we worked until 1 PM and we're done for the days. This is scam like what a scam like I'm scamming capitalism it's too easy and so sometimes I feel that way and so I totally resonate with that and but it's like knowing that you can have fears and doubts pop up in your mind about your values and about your self-worth but not letting them rock the boat because you want to be the boat rocker. You don't want people to come in and shake your ship. You want to be the one sending out waves and not worrying about where it's crashing into what's getting knocked over. Obviously you want to have like some empathy and some, you know, emotional intelligence about this, but you know, don't, don't let your boat get rocked because you're just being yourself.
0: Exactly. Like we have to be secure in ourselves to rock that boat efficiently. And it's also to know that, like, in boat rocking, I don't know why this is so in funny boat, to say. Boat rocking, um, boat rocking. Boat rocking
1: 101.
0: <laughs> Taught by Professor
1: uh, Victoria Vance.
0: <laughs> it is like, we, people aren't gonna receive it all well right at the start. Somebody said in a video, you pay attention to the way you talk to yourself, pay attention to the way others talk about themselves, and take away, like, the sarcasm do you want to be with a person saying those things? And I was like, that's a bit harsh. Like sarcasm can be sarcasm. And then two months later, I was like, no, she was onto something there. And it took me time to process and get secure and like get comfortable with that. But I needed her to rock a boat in my mind, put that idea. It kept finagling in there and like, swishing around in my little brain. And then two months later, I was like, okay, actually yeah, I agree. And like, that's, you do need a boat rocker to really change your ideas and everything. And it has, it's not gonna happen in one day and it's gonna happen over time. Some people are gonna be ready to receive it faster than others and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then other people will take longer and that's okay. Yes, some people will also be hating on it. That's okay too. And yeah. I think something that uh, last week, part of the conversation that we had of being done early, I think this might resonate with people and so I'll say it, is I said to Ashley, I was like, you know how like I have time now, like I finished work at like one or 2 p.m. and I was like, I feel like I need to preemptively do things for future me. What do I need to be doing now? And it's this weird feeling of when we're strapped for time and you don't have much time, you have this weird thought of like, oh, I wish I could go get that time from two months ago that I was just like doing nothing. Like I wish I could just grab it and bring it towards now. And it's such a weird thought and it's not really like helpful in that moment, but it reversed for me. Cause I was like, okay, what can I do now to help future me? And I've never had that thought before in my life of what can I do for future me until now? But I was like, that's not the thought I want to be having either.
1: Mm, Yeah. It was a weird meta moment. I know, and it's weird, like, because you want to take care of present you. That should be number one priority, is taking care of you now. I actually did a tarot card reading for myself before we decided to use tarot cards to pick this topic, and I was like, oh, like, what can I be doing to, you know, enhance business results? And I got so mad at the card that I got. It was like Ace of Cups or something like that, which is basically like, oh, take care of yourself. Like, you need to focus on you. It was like Ace of Cups or reverse. It was like, you need to focus on you, and as long as you're like taking care of yourself, that's all you need to do. I'm like, so you're telling me to have a successful business. All I need to do is trust myself and give a, you know, care about my mental state. All right, well. If, uh, if that's all then, I guess I'll just sit here and wait for things to happen. Dude, and I got another card that was like, big things are coming. And I keep seeing the TikTok tarot readings where like, big things are coming. And I'm like, what's coming? Where is it? Where is it?
0: Literally, that's like me this whole month. Is like, I literally texted my coach this morning. I was just like, okay, like, I've done the hard things. Um, hard things keep coming at me. And I am keep pushing them away. And I'm, I'm rooted in this. I was like... So November is going to be a fantastic freaking month. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's all going to come back to me, everything that I've been missing the past uh, three months in my business as I've had some struggles. And it's just going to work out. Like, it's literally just going to do it. I don't even have to worry about it. I don't even have to, like, make an insane action plan to get everything. I'm like, it's just going to all work out. And I just got to buy
1: yeah, my tarot cards rude. literally told me to sit down and vibe, and I'm like, that's okay. As, as a girl, as a ADHD girl with a very much doer kind of brain, that's a little strange,
0: but I that and that is what I'm working on is it's not always doing it's being, and that is the doing hardest being, thing to baby. learn. Yeah. But that is what I'm working on of allowing myself to be, and a great metaphor I came up with for a masterclass that's happening tonight that you all will hear about. This is just weeks later, but, um, <laughs> when we're in that, uh, going from like doing to being is we cannot go from a hundred to zero. And like, we often yeah. think when we're in overwhelm and we're in stress that we can just like, okay, I just have to stop now. And like, we can't. And a metaphor I came up with is when we have to turn off ceiling fans. Cause I had to turn off my ceiling fan when I was making up a, this. You
1: were like watching and it slow down. They slowly
0: <laughs> come down. And so. Yeah. I can't expect myself to go from 100 to zero real fast. I'm going to have to have periods of slowing down. And if you're at a higher speed, it's going to take longer. Yeah. And that's something I'm learning.
1: That makes so much sense. No, that's true. Like, even if I think about the past, like, six months for myself, where I was, like, very much doing, focused, only doing, not taking care of myself, not embodying the life I wanted to live, yada, yada. It was a slow decline of, like, okay, we're going to go from lives every single day to one live a week to now I don't go live at all because I don't feel like it. And then it's like, okay, we're gonna post three times a day to post when you feel like it. But it was like a slow decline of like, it's like almost like you have to like release that control. You know, it's almost like the brakes like too, like when you're putting on the brakes, when you're letting go of the brake to start, you're not gonna you're like easing up on it. You know, you're not just gonna slam on the gas pedal right away, you're slowly getting into it. So that makes a lot of sense.
0: In Boston, they will they will go right on that gas pedal real fast. <laughs> Boston drivers.
1: Uh. Uh, Boston driver things. But no, yeah. And I think a lot of times, like, if we relate even that sentiment back to, like, the topic, like, so much of society wants us to negotiate even that belief. That you can can be, just be, and still get the things that you want in your life. And what we mean by being, in case, like, because maybe people don't know, like, doing is, like, A task list, right? Like, it's like, I need to send this email, write this thing. I need an action plan. And being is, like, kind of what Victoria's talking about where she's at now, where she's just embodying peace and feeling grounded and almost, like, trusting that things are going to come to her. Whenever I talk about this with clients, I'm like, who do you need to be to be successful, And they name all the things. I need to be confident, I need to be proud, I need to feel certain kinds of ways. And we figure out like, okay, what makes you feel that way? You know, When do you act that way? And then we set them up with that environment to do those things. And it can be as simple as like, if you're very doing focused and you're like trying to ease out of doing, you can't just like snap into confidence and be confident that things will be fine. So me and my clients will be like, okay, when do you feel the most confident? And they're like, well, when I'm wearing this kind of lipstick or I wear this outfit, I feel the most confident. I'm like, okay, well, let's put that outfit on. We're still doing something, but it's like that decline into being that pushes them into the stuff that they can do and feel confident doing no matter what society is saying about what's happening.
0: Yeah, and I think so something I got wrong about, not got wrong, but struggled with when transitioning to being is I like you're still doing well-being. And the doing is just different and it's coming from a different place. And it's really hard to explain what it feels like and what it is. It's like, I feel like it's like
1: checklist versus intuition. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, I'm let's like explore because maybe we can get there I don't know I'm just gonna say stuff I don't know if it's right but it's like okay doing is the checklist of like I created the action plan I'm gonna do these seven things if I do these seven things every day I'm gonna be successful and I feel like being is more of like leaning into that intuition of like I can flow through a checklist if I want to or I can more intuitively figure out what I need to get there but it is a combination of both, so that's where it gets hard because you, you need both. You need the action plan and you need to embody who you need to be to get the things you want. It's a balance. I'll let you process that.
0: <laughs> I think you need to be first to create the checklist to do as your being. Did you're I say?
1: Be, yeah, so you're saying you need be, to be, for, be first. Crea- be, create, second.
0: to do while be.
1: Yes. No, that makes sense. So first, basically, basically comes down to, you need to get your mindset right. You need to intuitively trust yourself. If we come back to negotiating your worth to avoid drama, you need to be strong in your worth, the being piece. You need to know who you are, what you stand for, how you show up, to then create the most aligned and authentic checklist of how to get what you want, uh, that combines both that new perspective on life and the action steps you're going to take. Yeah?
0: Yeah. And... I think also is like giving yourself the compassion and space to do that which is part of the being and I think that's part of like the mindset stuff that people don't talk about and like giving yourself what you need and that can be different for everyone and like obviously like that's like the inner child work and all that jazz of (laughs) giving I don't know why I said it like that giving yourself what you truly need and like nurturing that and so it's like I don't know, the other day, and like, remember you have free will, I think is a part of it. And I love the, the TikToks lately of like, people just like, I have free will, and I throw like an egg against the wall. But also I'm <laughs> like, wow, I would not clean that up. <laughs> but hey, I remembered I, <laughs> I had free will and I was like, oh, I could get myself some peanut butter, my peanut M&Ms. Yeah. yeah. That was my free will. But it's like, what? But it's like, as a kid, like my mom would have said no. And so I was so like- So true. I want the peanut M&Ms, I'm gonna get myself the peanut M&Ms because that's what I need right now to succeed. This weekend, great example of this. um, I had to wash my hair this weekend. Washing my hair here in Mexico is a fucking ordeal. I am not joking, okay? I am excited for that. When this podcast comes out, I will be washing my hair at home um, and hopefully regrowing it because I've lost probably half the head of hair that I have. And I have to buy water, put it in a bowl, and wash my hair in a bowl outside of the shower. It is not an easy process, and as somebody with ADHD, I already freaking hate washing my hair. Even though I love my products, I love the luxury experience and everything, but now the fact that I have to do outside the shower, you are asking for way too much. So I asked myself out loud, I said, what do you need to wash your hair today, Victoria? And my brain goes, you need ice cream. And so I said, okay, we're gonna go get some ice cream. So I got down, wow, looking disgusting, went down to the OXO, down the street, grabbed myself some ice cream, grabbed myself also a few of the things at the, the time, and came back home, and I said, all right. My ice cream got a little frozen, or a little defrosted, and I wanted to have it while it was frozen. And so I put it in the freezer, I washed my hair, and then I had it. And I had a spectacular time, and it made washing my hair easier knowing that I had that ice cream after. But I could have had it before. I want that to be very clear. It was a choice, I just wanted it after, because I wanted to like sit and enjoy and vibe and everything. But I was doing, be- my brain, I was being, And so then I made the to-do, and then I was being while doing the things. And so that is a streamlined version.
1: Yeah. No, that makes sense. Actually, I think a lot of times the problem business owners run into and like, Victoria and I have gotten really good at identifying when people have the wrong type of business. Um, But I think a lot of times people run into a lot of resistance in their business for all kinds of reasons. Whether it's the wrong business model, the wrong service, the wrong marketing strategy. They run into resistance because they make the to-do list first before they figure out who they want to be. So for example, let's say I'm someone who doesn't really like working a lot of hours. If you know human design, I'm a projector and that's all you need to know. Okay, we're like a two-hour workday kind of kind of group. Um, But if I don't know that about myself, or my work style, I could go into business and create a huge to do list eight hours a day, all the things that I need to do, instead of creating and setting myself up for success by saying I want to be someone who does this kind of work lives this kind of life feels this kind of way and then goes into creating a strategy that lets me carry out that embodiment that I want to have. And so then if I reset that, and I'm like, Okay, this is the life I want to live. This is the business that supports this life then you be that person and do the new to-do list to get the life that you want
0: yes i think it's also being rooted in the confidence of this is plays key because it's like if i heard that a few months ago you saying that i might have literally been like okay so ashley's doing that and that's gonna help her so i should start doing that so i should <laughs> work less hours no this is how my brain works i i'm just gonna be honest now I'm more confident. And sometimes I, I, some, I will say, like, sometimes my brain does think that. I'm like, oh, Ashley's doing that, so I should be doing that. And then I literally go, wait, Victoria, Victoria, hold on. Dude, is it's your name hard. Ashley No. Is and... your name Ashley?
1: Oh, my God, you sound like my parents. Is your name Sasha? No. Like, That's I what i <laughs> Yeah, is your name this? Um, gotta go. And I'm like,
0: is your name uh, Ashley? No. Okay, Victoria. What do we do? What do I want to do? What is best for me? And like reminding myself that. Because sometimes there's in the heat of the moment, we forget. And this that's is OK. A, literally,
1: if you take nothing away from this episode, literally, All week, I want you to ask, is this really what I want to be doing? Because it's not just business. It's like you can scroll through anything on the internet. Me, like, wondering what workout is going to be best for me to do, I am so overwhelmed. Like, they're like, don't do cycling because your heart rate shouldn't be up that long because you're going to create more cortisol, which is going to be harder for you to block. And I'm like, and they're like, don't do. And I'm like, I'm, like, so overwhelmed. But then it's like, Ashley, what do you want to do? Who cares what the medical advice is? Are you going to have a good time while you do the thing? go do the thing, go do the thing, you know? And also, like,
0: I mean, is it might, that the study of the cortisol thing could be on generic. It's not on you. So you know True. you best. Do not, wow, that plane is coming in at a really weird angle, y'all. <laughs> I want a private jet. No, I don't want a private jet. I don't want the responsibility. Uh, I, want
1: to, I want to be on one. I don't want to own it
0: want to be on one but actually i don't want to be on that one because that one i feel like it would be woo, um <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's on adhd ladies and gentlemen if you ever wanted a cliche stereotype of what it like she literally just said oh my god a plane if that's not a, a squirrel moment like a dog i don't know what it is
0: um for reference everybody i haven't had five ants in a week oh, it's a hard life forgot that i'm living about that I'm having this a really is unmedicated
1: time. Victoria.
0: No, this is slightly medicated. But no, honestly, it's out by now, so it's unmedicated. Um, this is full of Impressive.
1: Me.
0: I know. I'm I've always unmedicated,
1: better. so you're always getting chaos over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is always great because one day I had to drive Ashley and I didn't take my meds, and I didn't feel any shame because I was like, well, Ashley's just an unmedicated girl, and so she gets it.
1: She gets that driving's hard. Wow. I saw myself when she was driving and I finally understood why everyone's so terrified to get in a car with me. And actually that was a really great moment for me because I was just like, oh my God, I'm not a bad driver. I have unmedicated ADHD. I, I was like, what if I had medication? Like I could be a good driver. Like that's the stuff they don't tell you about getting diagnosed with ADHD. You're not a bad driver. You just need meds to drive. My mind was blown, the game has been changed. Amazing.
0: Yeah, because the first time, one of the times that I drove without meds, I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I didn't take my meds, so it's gonna be a little rough." And you were like, "Oh, this is like my driving." And I was like, "Yeah, this girl has ADHD. <laughs> I'm like, that's your diagnosis process." Curbs, we drive over
1: them. Breaking, we, we do that last minute.
0: <laughs> I park very far away from most cars. <gasps> <Me> two. Um, <laughs> not very far away, but I'll park like decently far away because I don't mind the extra steps. And two. Uh, other cars make me nervous. Spatial awareness is hard with ADHD and so that's why we often will bump into walls everything because we have a harder time with spatial awareness and so you'll have a harder time with doing that with cars so I just park away from cars so I don't have to deal with that and I can't get in trouble.
1: That is why on Saturday, when I went to go pick up a London Fog, I knocked over a glass (laughs) container of sugar at the coffee shop I always go to, and then as I was trying to clean it up, knocked over my tea all over their counter, and then simultaneously butt-dialed Adrian, and then the owner of the business was next to me, and I'm like, I am so sorry. I will never come back here again. (laughs) I. That's it for me. I literally bought my own tea to this week. I bought my own Earl Grays I'm making Earl Grey at home because I was like, oh, no, I'm never you have to go back. back
0: because I had to go last week. I had to go back and I had to apologize, so you have to go back.
1: Yeah, no, I can go back. Um, I think it was more like I'm done spending seven dollars on Earl Grey when I could buy True. one box of it and make it at home. I have all the ingredients. I made it True. in a little mug this morning. It was really cute and fun. so there's that. Um, but you're right, you know, if we come back to the topic of negotiating worth, I'm worthy of an Earl Grey, even if I completely shattered a a piece of glass that didn't even fall on the ground, by the way. So, Hmm. Did,
0: uh, I don't know if we talked about last week, what happened, but as a very anxious self of mine, um, last week I walked out of my favorite cafe and didn't pay by accident in Mexico. The way the payment thing works is a little bit different in America, normally in America, like you order, you pay right then and there if you're getting it to go, and then you get the food and you walk out. Um, and in Mexico, you'll often order, you'll sit and wait, and then you'll get the food, and then you pay, and then you walk out. Um, in the heat of the moment that day, when I was getting back to record the podcast and eat breakfast, um, I was also just tired, it was early in the morning, I uh, I walked out without paying. And um, anxious me, I was, old me would have literally. Not gone back. What? Uh, just out of fear. No, just out of fear and like of call the going to them and everything. <laughs> um, mind you, by the way, I go to this cafe like almost every single day, like four times a week. Ashley, when she was sauces, here, we guys. came every single day. Um, they after give that, sauces. They Extra now give sauce? me sauces. But when know. I walked in there. Um, they she started laughing and everything the next day and I was like I want to pay I'm so sorry and I had a whole speech lined up and she was like oh I was really tired I forgot to. it took me like an hour and I was like I literally knew the second I got home but I didn't have time to come back here and I was like I'm so sorry uh it was great it's fine yeah went there earlier today
1: I love that no it's all good so all right what is like if you could have a final thought I suppose on negotiating your self-worth to avoid drama what would your final thought?
0: You're going to hate it in the moment
1: or, okay. Only yourself, you'll hate doing it in the moment. Is that what you're going to say?
0: No. Um, (laughs) I will actually, (laughs) (laughs) Big I was going to ask yourself like, what am I capable of doing right now? And like really check in with yourself and know if you're like, if doing this is going to set you over the edge and cause too much for yourself, Or are you just stretching your boundaries and setting a new thing and you're stretching yourself and it's going to be hard, it's new, but this is the direction you wanna move in. And pay attention to that, those are two different things. And like, it takes time, it takes practice to understand that and what that feels like for you. It's gonna feel a little bit different for every single person. And then set your boundaries and do it because it's gonna be so fucking worth it. I literally promise you my entire life, the past six months is, such a great version of that and like such a great expander for you all that I can share so many stories on that even this week I had to do Ashley and I had to do some really hard things that we did not want to do we had to fire people and Ugh. that sucks it, it was hard it, it was hard for me but like I knew that was the next version of myself needed to do that and we both were rewarded right away when we did oh my that. god it even crazy. if the reward yes. doesn't come right away I promise it's you
1: coming yeah that's so true and i think the best thing that i've learned to ask myself after i set a boundary and then i'm worried about what people are thinking because like even whenever i had to let go of team members this week i was like oh my gosh like i'm setting this boundary i'm confident in that but i'm worried about what they're going to think now and instead of thinking like what are they going to think i like to ask myself like what am i making this mean about me so instead of like going because it's not ever Anything you say that they're gonna think about you is what you're making the situation mean about you. So, for example, if I let go of someone, I'm like, great, now they're gonna never talk to me again. They're gonna think I'm horrible. They're gonna, you know, not wanna partner with me for any other thing. I'm making that that story up about myself. They're not thinking that. And so whatever you're thinking people are gonna think, I want you to reflect on how you're creating that narrative and what you wanna believe about your yourself instead. Like I wanna come from, this, from a place of, okay, I let these people go, but I still love the business owner. I still respect her a lot. I still think she's doing amazing things. I would still support her in different ways in the future. And I hope she knows that about me because that's what I know about myself. And I think coming at it from that lens, like where you know the truth of the things lets you stay Firm and confident in that boundary you've set,
0: and it's it's okay if you have to continually remind yourself of that truth during it. Like that is normal, yeah. and it just takes a lot of practice. And even if you don't want to work with them again, like that's okay too. That's totally it doesn't mean you stopping using their services doesn't mean like you hate them. They're a horrible person. You're a horrible person, or anything. We and that's natural to think about it that way. Um, it's it's hard things to do yeah that's, that's just the reality of it and you got to do it so that not so that you can do it again but you got to do it to get over that next hurdle and to expand yourself a little bit more to try another thing and to make room for new
1: things you set boundaries make room for close yourself things. off to one thing because open up doors to others you
0: made sales and now you're going to get a laptop and everything because you freed up some money and everything I freed up money I
1: made sales this weekend after I made the decision to let go of like the service I was using random out of nowhere sales came in which like further confirmed I was making the right choice and I was like, I see your universe. I see you. Okay, I will keep following my little intuition if this is what it brings. Um, and my intuition, it be it be telling me things. It's like, Ashley, time to do stuff. And I'm like, Okay, but it's really easy to ignore it too. That's also the problem. So Start listening to that little. brain I find it hard guys. to ignore now. Oh yeah, now it's like, like annoyingly loud, and it's like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I have to do this. Like, stop it. <laughs> I
1: feel like, I can't, I can't. Please stop, please. With the up levels and the and the rules and the the new paths, all the things. No, but it's. Yeah, good. Yeah, sometimes
0: it's a uh, a bit too much. So you're not alone if it ever feels like that. <laughs> It'd be like that yeah.
1: sometimes. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on intuition. I think we have that written down somewhere too. But okay, last thing, now that we've gotten our final thoughts out, I would like to know a client story of the week. Do you have one? I have one. Okay, anyways, my client story of the week is I had a client um, who was very much in search of a roadmap this week. Like I need to, like I think the words were like, I need to know the exact plan of what I'm going to do before I can go do something. And as just like, unsolicited advice, but it's not unsolicited if you're listening to this podcast, is you like you knowing all the exact steps to do the right thing doesn't mean you're gonna get the result you're looking for, and it doesn't mean it's gonna make you any more successful. Like I know we joked about the recipe thing at the beginning of this episode, but it kind of comes back to that. Like just because you know the eight steps that it takes to bake the perfect pie doesn't mean you're going to get the perfect pie. And you could have got the same pie at the end if you if you took the recipe step by step. You know, and I think that happens a lot in business where we're like, I need to know exactly what to do, when to do it, and I need to do that. And it goes very much into this doing being conversation. And so instead of trying to seek out the perfect strategy, the perfect 15 steps forward, like just start with your first step. What's the first thing you need to do to be successful today in the thing that you're doing? You know, if you're, if for, let's say for example, you're starting a second business, maybe you don't need to worry about what your one year plan looks like in the second business. Think about what does step one look like? What does step two look like after step one's complete and then just go for it. I think a lot of life is trial by doing and you doing and being, we'll come back into the doing being conversation, but trial by doing. And the more you do, the more you'll learn about yourself. This whole episode was really about like understanding who you are and what you like and not being afraid to rock the boat because of that. But to do that, you have to kind of like test things out and see how they're going to work for you. Everybody wants a viral video on TikTok, but guess what? People go viral for all different kinds of reasons. There's not always going to be a formula. Sometimes it's getting out there and telling your story and Following your intuition and following your creativity to get to that next step and then looking back and being like oh Like here's all the 16 things that worked for me so far. Let me continue doing that But until you try you'll never know
0: and I, I want to go off the recipe thing is like you can have that entire recipe but if you're following a Julia Child recipe that was built on her TV show and everything, if you go and cook that in your oven, guess what? You're gonna burn it because those ovens are different. And so you, there are so many external factors that you might not be thinking of or your environment and your humidity content and everything. This goes really into deep into baking. And if you're not really into the baking world, you are not gonna understand a lot of this. <laughs> but you, it's there is so many external factors, even in knowing that exact roadmap, that can go wrong. And that is... Where we have to troubleshoot and build and everything. And so it's like, no one ro- roadmaps can't exist. Nope.
1: Nope. Nope. Because you, don't you can be driving down, down the road
0: and then there could be a fucking deer. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like,
0: and like now you,
1: you can have a map to where you're going, but like, just know, like, a map, a general idea. Like, this is what I say to my clients Like I'll give you the marketing strategy. There's a three part marketing strategy I teach all my clients. You can use it on any platform, any topic, anything you want. Take that and then do whatever you want with it. You know, like get get an overview of where you're going and what the point is, and then start testing out different tactics and see what you like best and what works best for what you're trying to do.
0: Here's my tactic. I just do whatever I want.
1: <laughs> see? Everybody's got a thing. I'm
0: everyone's worst. Uh, worst. Uh, you can't manage me. No, my accounts can't be managed. You can't manage me because I, I manage
1: my ADHD. That's what Victoria says. <laughs>
0: um that's a that's a great client story um i have a really really fun client story that happened the other week i actually haven't seen her but she messaged me and another uh client of hers asked her to do like one-on-one um she doesn't own her own business or anything it's not really gonna go too deep into it but this has been something she'd been thinking about for a while and has been offered a long time to like make money elsewhere and everything. And she's been really nervous about it and like not been in the space and thinking it's taking too much uh, responsibility and everything and nervous about it. The time that she was asked this time around, she was like, huh, maybe I really should. And so she started to research about it and everything and started to get a little bit overwhelmed and she caught herself and she was like, you know, this actually looks like something that could happen in the future. And I'm not gonna root this out now. I wanna keep researching and understanding this, but I'm not gonna put all of my time and energy into this right now, because there are some things that I need to take care of for myself first in her own life. She just moved like literally last week and everything Mm -hmm. and messaged me that. And she was like, I wanna talk about that this week. And I was like, so ecstatic by that message because we have been working so hard on her of like, being mindful for herself and like what that really means for herself and practicing that and like a daily basis. And she's been struggling with that. And it was just a moment where everything we've been working on came together. And I literally, I was like, do you know what you just said? You took the pause. And she was like, I know I'm proud of myself. And then she went into like everything. And I was like, it's okay. We're going to get you more proud of yourself on that call together and everything. And I'm just so excited that she was able to create that pause for herself and not throw herself like, deep 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 into the overwhelm she threw herself a little bit in noticed that this is actually a possibility for the future and that this research isn't going to go to waste she doesn't know how she's going to do it yet and she doesn't know when the right freaking time is but she knows it's not right now
1: yes i love that that. that's so good that is that is awesome i think that's so cool and it's really rewarding to see clients like take the things that they've learned and be like oh I'm not going to do that anymore or I get to think about things this way and it's empowering both for the client but also as a coach to be like oh my gosh they're doing the thing and we come full circle back to we're not CMs, we're changing people's lives
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's just those are the nice moments I love those moments
1: Yeah. yeah well I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of the living adventures podcast please subscribe to our podcast leave a five star review and a little a little note leave a little note what you get out of today you know um wherever you listen to podcasts let us know that thing and make sure you go check us out on social media follow victoria and me we'll be posting clips and takeaways from every episode before they come out so make sure you go check those out and um we'll see you next week for another episode yeah bye everybody bye